voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio. I'm Bill Sparks. This is episode 615. Who would have ever believed it when we started out March 19th, 2009, that we would have done this many shows and a few other ones we haven't even counted. Well, we've got a busy, busy show and a very special thing coming up in a little bit. So you want to stay tuned for that. But more importantly, you want to listen to Jeff because Jeff's got some information for you right now. Well, thank you very much, Bill. First of all, we'll say hello to everybody listening, and of course, we'll say hello to them when they listen later on as well. We'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. Next, we have a feature on the late Ralph Emery, who was very, very big in country music on radio, on television. And uh, I didn't realize just how much he did on TV until I heard this particular feature. We'll follow that up with an air check of WXYZ AM. Now, this is the American Broadcasting Company to own and operated by ABC with Lee Allen from 1964. <laughs> we'll follow that up finally with WTMX FM after their whole problem with Eric Ferguson. They finally did hire a new morning host. His name is Chris Edlack, although he calls himself Chris in the morning with the morning crew. We'll get to hear what, what they sound like. And, uh, if you have that feedback line handy, you give us a call on that feedback line at 800-693-0595. Get the option two for the podcast team. And maybe we'd get some comments from the audience. Or if you want to call us on Zoom, you can do that as well. It's uh, 646-876-9923. 646-876-9923. And when you're asked for a meeting ID, hit 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice. And as I always say, you're in like Flint. So all in all, I think we have a very busy show this week. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill. You better trademark that, Jeff. In like Flynn. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, nobody uh, ever he, said that before. He invented it. He, yes, invented, right, huh? he invented that one. <laughs> Anyone on the panel have anything Girl. before we get to the award-winning news? Well, I hope everybody's well, surviving the snow from New Mexico to New England. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead, Bernie. I'm just wondering if anybody besides me has the All Things Radio theme in their head throughout the day on Thursday. (laughs) Oh, sure. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I'm walking around the house going, syncopate. Syncopate. Yeah, Yeah, all that stuff, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it's like rolling through my mind. What what are you singing? You mean you don't know? (laughs) Really? Yeah, it's in my head. It's in my head right now. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what can we say, Bernie? How much snow did you get there today, or are you getting snow? You know, it, it depends on who you ask. It, it could be anywhere between 
7 and 12 inches. And the reason oh. I'm trying to keep a real close handle on this is because I go in tomorrow to voice track. Oops. And I have to voice track tomorrow night. And normally I go in on Thursday to voice track Saturday and Sunday, but I wanted to make sure I was up to date with the weather because it's pretty important stuff. So yeah. I didn't go in today, and I'm sure Teresa is not going to be happy. <laughs> well, you know what? She's not going to want to drive in that in that uh, stuff. Or, well, unless you hire no. someone to plow out your driveway, she's not going to want to shovel the snow, or you're not going to want to no. shovel it. So, uh, you know, we, the we radio, know like. the, the, they need to do what they're doing for JMV today, providing one of those. What's it called? A com, com deck? Oh, the Comrack? Yeah, com. It probably isn't accessible, <laughs> but you could have one. But I don't know that that would help with your voice tracking from home. You wouldn't be able to. Yeah, well, somebody, he, they, would, somebody would still have to to do it, uh, put it in at the station, right? You you don't have a remote way of using the wide orbit system from your home, Bernie. That's the that's the no, issue. No, if, if you our had, that would stations. you wouldn't have to worry about it. So now, and, Bernie, uh, hey, our sports station was doing all their shows. Everybody was from home except one. You know, one producer was like almost like COVID with all the freezing. Well, that's right. You see, that's the thing. You know, that that's the uh, hidden benefit of that is everybody knows how to. They can broadcast from anywhere because everybody was. So, you know, now with these storms, people can just pretty much, Mm -hmm. no one's going to miss any shows. They're just going to be on from home if they have that capability, and most of them do. They had had five or six people stay up at the station, you know, between, you know, to keep, to actually run the boards at the stations for the live shows and stuff, and then everybody else just checking in from home or where. In the old days, what BZ used to do, when they, because they would do a full-fledged storm center with school closings and the whole bit, and they had everybody there and all the DJs, they would put them up at the Ramada Inn right across the street. They were on Soldiers Field Road, and they were there for like a week for the Blizzard of 78, five or six days anyway. They've uh, done that the here, done that you know? so they should have done here before, too. Back in 07, they did that. Speaking well, some of stations are actually... Ago, we, we uh, stayed. Uh, yeah, go Six years ago, or I think maybe even eight years ago, we stayed in a hotel downtown and just walked from there to the station each day. <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah. major walk. Yeah, it yeah. can be. I mean, we had we had two over two feet of snow uh, that time. Which way we had the other day, but you know we were more prepared. People died on the roads and stuff that time because they let everybody go to work and they didn't realize only two weather people had the story of the blizzard of '78 coming. So people were stuck on Route 128. A bunch of people died. Bad coastal flooding. It's been, you know, we had almost as much snow the other day here, but everybody was home. It was Saturday, and, uh, you know, it all, it was cleared up by Monday. Speaking of which, I, and this may be a topic for later, but I've noticed, Bernie, your beloved Indiana Pacers, and I like the Pacers too, and Jenny would not miss a Pacer game. But are the Pacers the only team, and this, this has ramifications, I think, for later, are they the only team not broadcasting on the road, either radio or television? Um, yes, it, I think so. It makes you wonder, is that the way it's going to go to save money, or are they doing it because they really believe the virus is still to a point? Money. But if you have thousands of people who go to the you know, into Market Square every day when you're there broadcasting. What What do you think? Is there anything behind that at all, Bernie? Is it just... I don't know, and I keep waiting to hear them say they're going to be going to the games because you can tell Mark Boyle doesn't like 
not being able to see what's going on when he has to watch a TV screen. You know, he also, I've heard a few highlights. I haven't listened to a game, and I should do that at some point. But I've heard a few highlights, and his heart doesn't sound in it. You know, out of a road game where you know they're doing well and they're winning or something, and you just he just doesn't. It's hard. Some people can do it, but it's hard for some people yeah. to put themselves in the building in their minds and get their voice to do what it normally would do if they were they Which were is, there. That's the same as uh, same as voice tracking. You know, yeah. you, some people yeah. can't. Some people can't do it. Can yeah, do imagine it what's going on. Imagine what's track. going on with the Olympics because the, all the announcers for the Olympics are not. They're not in Beijing. Tell they're them. not in China. They're Very in their NBC Sports Very. Complex in 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 Connecticut. That's where they are. Yep. The, the wow. thing that I can't figure out is how we ended up with three Asian Olympics in a row, which is so bad for NBC. The times are bad. Everything is bad. And the, because the one in the 2018 was in Korea. And then we had the one last year, and uh, that was in Asia. So this is not good for NBC at all. No, and and the Winter Olympics aren't as well watched as the Summer Olympics. No, anyway. especially without the so. hockey, because that you know figure skating is the most popular thing. But the <laughs> the hockey when the yeah. pros are playing is the next the second sport, and yeah. they haven't got it this year. So well, why don't we uh, move on to the radio? But I know what they, so we get, we, we we're all watching that. Well, yeah. Why Sorry, don't we Sean. get this raised hand real quick, and then we'll go to the news, because okay. Al's got something Al, can to you say. Ra- Al, can you uh, unmute yourself? Okay, one quick thing. The Cavaliers also do their uh, road games in the studio. Oh, do they? Okay, we so just... Okay. Yeah, Pays are not the only ones. So. I, I wonder if it's the ownership, if especially if it's run by the team, you know, team broadcast, and most of them are. We don't. Ours are by the station, but I'm wondering if some of these ownerships are just getting off on the cheap. I think that's what it is. Probably yeah. right. Yeah, because even the TV guys do it on the in the studio. Too. Yeah, no, that's that's getting off on the cheap. How's the snow? How much you got? Uh, we got over a foot. It's still coming down. It's going to be coming down till seven a.m. tomorrow. Wow! Ooh, stay oh. safe. Be safe, Al. What's that? Uh, yeah. Okay, I didn't hear what Bill said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just just be stay safe. What you were going to do anyway was to stay in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was staying with to my all these stations around the country and. Just scanning the radio. That was on. Yeah. Radio. <laughs> All right. Thank you, thank you, Al. Thank you. Hey, good luck on your voice track. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. All right. Well, this, without further ado, the award-winning news. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and this is what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Ted Stryker joins KYSR-FM. Sirius Satellite Radio revenue is up 4%. The merger between Univision and Televisa has been consummated. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and continue our look at the Nielsen Holiday Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and the alternative war is about to break out in Los Angeles, California. This week, it was announced that Ted Stryker is going to be joining Booker, Chris Booker, at radio station KYSR-FM. KYSR-FM is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. Ted Stryker worked for KROQ-FM for many, many years, owned and operated by Odyssey, but he left this past June. Well, now he's back again, and you might remember that Ted Stryker worked with Kevin Klein at KROQ-FM, but he left this past June, and it's no secret that the alternative rock formats at many of the alternative rock stations owned and operated by Odyssey are struggling. You'll get to hear an air check of Booker and Stryker on their very first show on next week's All Things Radio live broadcast. In other news, Sirius Satellite Radio 
has reported its fourth quarter revenue results, and they were up 4% to $2.28 billion. And they added 1.15 million subscribers, which is a 27% increase from 2020. In other news, the merger between Univision and Televisa Productions in Mexico has come to fruition. The new company is called Univision Televisa. Televisa is a company that produces television shows in Mexico, most of which are seen on U.S. television. The merger was a combination of cash and stock between Univision and Televisa. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Alternative radio announcers Brady and Osborne add additional markets on Odyssey-owned and operated radio stations. In Seattle, Washington, Joe Brady Blum will be adding afternoons to his busy schedule at radio station KNDD-FM. Joe Brady Blum works at radio station WNYL-FM, also doing afternoon drive for the radio station. He replaces Megan Holiday, who does afternoons for radio station KROQ-FM in Los Angeles, California, also owned and operated by Odyssey. Dallas Osborne will return to the airwaves in three of Odyssey's major markets. He'll be heard in Las Vegas, Nevada on Alt 107.5 in Miami, Florida on radio station WSFSFM 104.3 The Shark. And in Portland, Oregon, he'll be heard on radio station KNRK-FM. Dallas Osborne worked at radio station KITS-FM in San Francisco, California when it was an alternative rock formatted radio station until they flipped a variety hits as Dave FM. Odyssey has announced the appointment of Biggie Lee as afternoon drive host at radio station WNVZ-FM in Norfolk, Virginia, and WRVQ-FM in Richmond, Virginia. Both radio stations program a top 40 format, and they're owned and operated by Odyssey. She comes to this radio group after working for iHeartMedia in Grand Forks, North Dakota. If you live in Fresno, California, and you're looking for the Dana Cortez show, it has moved. The show used to air in the afternoon. Now it's airing mornings at radio station KBHH-FM. The station broadcasts a bilingual top 40 format. If you live in Seattle, Washington, say goodbye to those historic call letters at radio station KOMOAM. With the station's sale to Lotus Communications, the new calls of KNWNAM and FM have replaced the Como calls as a condition of the sale of the radio station from Sinclair. Nothing else is changing at the radio stations. They're still going to continue with their all-news format with the same personalities. Now let's move our microphones to Los Angeles, California, where Los Angeles, California County Sheriff Alex Villanueva will be doing a talk show on KFI AM. The show will air Sunday evenings. Finally, congratulations go out to Ed Christian, who is the head of Saga Communications. His contract has been extended to 2027. Ed Christian has been the CEO for this company since its inception in 1986. Now, it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen Holiday Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one rank radio station is WASH-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WHUR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Washington, D.C. is WAMU-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one rank radio station is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WBZ-FM with its all-sports format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WBZ-AM with its news talk format. In Miami, Florida, the number one rank radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Miami, Florida, also programming an adult contemporary format is WLIF-FM. In Seattle, Washington, the number one rank radio station is KRWM-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KIRO-FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three rank radio station is KOMO-AM with its all news operation. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one rank radio station is WNIC-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WMXD-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And 
And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WOMC FM with a classic its format in Phoenix, Arizona. The number one ranked radio station is KESZ FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KJJZ FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KYOT FM with an adult its format in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The number one ranked radio station is KQQL FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KNOW FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Minneapolis, Minnesota is KSTP FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In San Diego, California, the number one ranked radio station is KYXY FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KPBS FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Diego, California is XHR. MFM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one rank radio station is WDUV FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station, also programming an adult contemporary format, is WMTX FM. Finally, the number three rank radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WCIE FM with a Christian CHR format. In the market that serves Denver and Boulder, Colorado, the number one rank radio station is KOSI FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KXKL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Denver, Boulder, Colorado is KQMT-FM with a classic rock format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one rank radio station, and they really were number one with a 17th share of the audience, is WLIF-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WPOC-FM with a country format. In St. Louis, Missouri, the number one rank radio station is KEZK-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KLJY-FM, also programming an adult contemporary format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KSHE-FM, programming a classic rock format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen Holiday Personal People Meter Ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Indeed, followed by Get Upside, Babble, Progressive Insurance, and Lowe's. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595 That's 800-693-0595 and hit option 2 for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great job, Jeff. A lot of material. Well, those holiday ratings do seem to re- still reflect the Christmas, especially WLIF at 17 and Magic being number one here. I mean, they're usually a contender, but they're never number one. So that, that was their Christmas format that did that. But I did want to bring up something quick, quickly, Chris, and thank you for that. Uh, because, uh, and Mike was going to be here, but he had some things to do, and he might be here next week. But there are a number of artists who are banning their music from Spotify or asking it be yeah. removed. And, and before we get into this, uh, we've, we've got Neil Young, who was the first one to do it. Niels Lofgren, uh, David Crosby, Graham Nash. Um, all, all of these artists uh, have banned their music from uh, from uh, Spotify. Joni Mitchell. Joni oh, Mitchell, yeah. because of Joe Rogan's misinformation about COVID. They're not anti-Joe Rogan's podcast. Hold it, Sean. They're not anti-Joe Rogan's podcast. They're anti-his purposeful information about the about the COVID crisis. And there are two things you should know. And, and one of the things as uh, the big thing you should know is that Joni Mitchell, both Joni Mitchell and Neil, Neil Young, both had polio at one time. And this is really close to them because 
polio is a viral is caused by a viral infection and they were able to get over it and those spots just just to report the total story to jeff uh yoko ono has said that she will put more music on spotify if they oh joe rogan alone Hold on a second. Hold on a second. But if it's her music, we can. We can. Who, no one's going to buy it anyway. Well, that's right too. Hold on a second, guys. Let, everyone can't talk at once. Bernie, go ahead, Bernie. Did you, I know you wanted to say something. No, I, I thought that was really funny that yeah. Bernie said that because uh, <laughs> yeah, he, she's definitely not one of my faves. No. <laughs> I wonder too, though, if if she is meaning that, and I don't know this. I wonder if she's meaning she'll put her stuff. And she'll put more John Lennon stuff. I, oh, that right. I don't oh, but, know. But, but all of John Lennon stuff that is was, already on Spotify. Yeah, that was a Facebook. That was a Facebook joke there, Perry. That Yoko Ono go just like the Millie Vanilli said. They're going to remove. They're going to remove somebody else's music. That was a Facebook joke. That's not an accident. <laughs> <laughs> went right into it. Well, but, but, you were but there's, the a, there's a there's another aspect here, and I want to ask Bernie this. You know, in the old days, before they had streaming services, you know, you couldn't just say to a label, I, "You're not putting my music on record." But now, with artists having more control and having more rights to what what is streamed on on these on these services, they do yield power. We've already seen that Taylor Swift yields a lot of power as well. The big thing that's also coming down the pike, and be aware of this, guys, it's not making the news yet as real heavy news, is that the artists are really trying to uh, lobby Congress to make radio pay music royalty fees for for this. For their radio station music that is played on the air. I'm not talking about the internet. I'm talking on the air. So, but this COVID thing is—it's not going away. But Spotify says now that they're going to monitor what's being put on the po- on their podcast service. However, they can't monitor everything, and according to reliable sources, there are still lots of misinformation up there. Well, and Joe Rogan. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean there's always a lot of misinformation. I don't care what news. Right, source you listen to or watch or whatever. Well, but let's here's here's what here's what the question begs there, Bernie. Do do I as an artist have a right to say to Spotify, I will I will I will not let my music be streamed on your service? And I think they yes. do. They do. Yes, they do. And, well, but I also want to ask, how many of these artists did they hear what was on Joe Rogan's podcast, or did they get word of mouth? Because it doesn't matter. Joe Rogan, ninety nine percent of his podcasts have had nothing to do with COVID and when he but it, but it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter Sean that's not the issue the issue yeah, is he, what oh, was said no. but but he what, and he has not actually said stuff he has had guests on who had opinions and he has uh, he has called them out for opinions that he but the but the fact that they had guests on now they have the right to say we wouldn't want our music on Spotify but I still question that they just get the oh well he said this when it may not have been him it may have had a been a guest that no these this, these were not his guests these were not his guests Sean you're getting the wrong information this was yeah, his was commentary his show, and, and remember it's, it's his show he's responsible for what those guests say on that show he's just right. so, and it is, a, it is a podcast he is ultimately responsible whether you, whether you like it or not, he's I, responsible. I guess, I guess my view on podcasts and, and things are this. You have to be, whoever the podcaster is or you know whether you agree with them or not, you have to be smart enough to interpret whether you think they're telling you something that's truthful 
or they're yeah. not. I mean, just because, yeah. and just because, I mean, you may hear something that one of us would say, and you may think, okay, I think that's BS, but it just because you think it's BS, there may be a lot of people who don't, and it doesn't mean... I spew a lot of it, BS out here. I don't believe yeah, right I do too, but also, remember, remember something about, and because my, my, my daughter, my oldest, my stepdaughter was said to me, but what about freedom of speech? I said, yes, I do believe in freedom of speech, but I think, Bernie, I'm, 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 you're a broadcaster, I was a broadcaster, I think along with that freedom of speech, there's also the responsibility of how you use that freedom of speech. And, right, and I'm exactly. not anti-freedom of speech, but you, but what if I said that Bernie was convicted of a crime on a, my podcast, and he and he wasn't? Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, then, then Bernie and, could then Bernie could sue you. Not necessarily. Yeah. That's that, that's not Why? always. A, I want to. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't so worry, Mike. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't take, worry. That, don't, take that collection of air checks. Don't worry. Don't worry, <laughs> Bernie. That's the only thing you're going to get that's worth any. That's worth anything to you. <laughs> no, but what I'm but saying I'll, is. Anyone can sue. You're right, uh, uh, but it doesn't mean that you're going to win necessarily. A lawsuit. The only one that makes money on these lawsuits are the lawyers. So be, be, just be aware of that. So see, and, I see, think that, that, that goes along. That goes along, Chris and you guys, with the same issue. Yeah. Where this big lawsuit, you know, that we've heard about w- with the NFL. Right. There's a with Brian Flores from all from what I have heard from a lot of legal analysts is he probably is correct in what he is saying, but it sounds like most of them think unless there's something they don't know, he may have a difficult time actually That's what I've proving heard too. it. Proving it, yes. That's what I've heard, too. The other thing, too, is how the host reacts to what is said. Correct. Somebody comes in and they say something, and, you know, uh, an anti, you know, a misinformation, something that's just not right, and the host doesn't challenge it or doesn't challenge it appropriately. That was where stations when they ran the talk shows nowadays it's all one uh, ideology or another usually to the right but when, nowadays they all come in and say yes 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 to each other and that's what they do but what i'm saying is in the old days when you had talk shows of both sides and you had a liberal talk show host and conservative guest or a conservative talk show host and liberal guest they would challenge each other and you know you'd have actually good radio but the other thing that we also had was the stations would be overlooked hey how do you, you let that guy say that that happened, but that isn't the case? You know, people were watching management. That was part of their job is to watch those shows well, I think we're and make sure the right little, information got out at the end of the day. I think we're kind of straying a little bit from the topic in a sense, but and it is true. And also remember, you're talking in the 60s and when, when if you had, an, well, of course, when it, with politics and they were, and radios had to, had to file a fair, had to go by the yeah. fairness doctrine well that's out the window now you don't have right. that anymore you don't have the regulations you used to have yeah. on, on radio yeah. but podcasts are not regulated there is no internet regulation that regulates what goes right. out on the internet with a podcast and and they really shouldn't be i don't i mean we have too much yeah, government right. regulation so, as it is and neither side neither side is wrong joe rogan he has people on with opinions and maybe he stated his opinion but they also have the right to you know, they can say we don't want it. And I will say this, though. He does, what I've heard of his podcast, he pushes back on guests when he disagrees with them. Or even when he agrees, he'll ask, like, are you sure you want to say that? He, he's pretty uh, I don't but, know. But, go ahead, Bernie. I don't know where Sean's getting the idea that Joe Rogan doesn't agree with this. Because Joe Rogan does agree with this. So He's an anti-vaxxer. He's anti the virus. He says it doesn't really. He's so anti right. it. I mean, I mean, the bottom yeah, line is that, tell, there's tell, a difference tell, between fact and opinion, too. That's why the artists 
are pulling out of, of Spotify. Right. They're not the there's a, people who guess. There's a difference between fact and opinion, home. too, and I think people miss that. If you come out and you say these vaccines don't work and these vaccines kill, kill people, there's no evidence that proves that. So that's not an opinion. That's not an, You're not entitled to that opinion. That's mis- misinformation. It's a lie. That's the difference. Well, uh, all I can say is I didn't, didn't, I didn't think it was well, going to go this far. Well, if you're not right, you're nothing. You have to be right in what you say. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, but, a po- but, a pod- but a podcast that's an interview thing, that's but really... The, well, it that wasn't an that's interview. Okay. I'm you're trying to tell you, something. Joe Rogan was not an interview thing. It was not a guest thing. It was his opinion, and he was stating it as exactly. fact. That's what it was. Yeah. That was not an interview. You keep missing the point. It was not an interview. It was him stating his misinformation <laughs> as fact. That's the problem. Right, exactly. And anyone, that, and anyone who says, and anyone who says this virus is not a virus, or anyone who says that the vaccines, they they have the right to their opinion. I get that, but don't misinform if, uh, misinform people about the vaccine saying it doesn't work. I have two friends of mine who died from this thing because they, right. they but there was right. no vaccine. So don't tell me that, please. No. All right, I'm done. All right, let's I'm go on. on. Let's right. time to move on. Let's move on with Jennifer's call it yeah. please. And then right after that. We've got a very special tribute. KBTN AM 1420, the Osho, Missouri, changes slogan from Classic Rock 99.1 to Fox Sports. KQMB FM 96.7, Levon, Utah, changes slogan from Cozy 96.7 to Utah's Goat. AM 1230, Abingdon, Virginia, changes slogan from Love 97.3 FM to Truth 104.1 FM and 12.30 AM. WETB AM 790 Johnson City, Tennessee changes the slogan from East Tennessee's Best to The Goat 93.7 WZGR FM 98.3 Garrison, Kentucky changes slogan from Grace FM 98.3 to 98.3 Hot FM and changes calls to WFHT FM WWHI FM 91.3 Muncie, Indiana changes calls to WCRD FM and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio I'm Jennifer Sparks Wishing all of you a very good week. That could have broke a record. That yeah, was a, I think it did. We we're talking to Jennifer yesterday, Bill, and she said that was one of the shortest ones that she has remembered doing. So, yeah, yeah, but she's as good as what she oh. gets. Yeah, she's. That was a very, 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 very short one. I can tell you, those stations in Muncie probably are owned by our friend Marty. <laughs> They're always swapping and changing call letters around. <laughs> True, Bernie? Bernie thought that Jennifer's thing was going to be longer. And he oh, my gosh. She, she's done. <laughs> yeah. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. That, that one was short. But uh, all those radio changes in Muncie, I think we can attribute those to our friend Marty. Changing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 
call it. He's trying to get to a bunch of, of like uh, translators and stuff like that on the air out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, he keeps the FCC people busy, and the you know the the clerks like it. There's something to do, and you know it's good. Oh, he does that. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, actually, I've met Marty several times, and in his younger days, I don't know him now, of course. But when he was much younger, even when he had left W, he was actually I knew him real. He was actually uh, and met him in person, two or three, four, five times. Actually, one of the, uh, was a nice guy. I don't know how he is now, yeah. but he was. Yeah, he was a very. Uh, he uh, he was on uh, he was on WENS when they first came on the air, and that's where I met him. And uh, I was on doing weekends, and he was on before me. And when he got home, the first night I won, he called me and said, "Hey, if you have any issues, no matter what they are, no matter how late it is, because I was doing like." Uh, one to seven or midnight to six or something. He goes, you just call. Wow. I'm like, wow, that's great. And he, he really was a very nice guy, but uh, people change over the years, you know, and, and sometimes things happen that make them change. And right. there, it, there's so much to those stories that they're, they're just crazy. But he, at one time, I mean, he was truly a nice, a nice man. I mean, we'd sit down, talk radio, Remember, we went sure. someplace to eat. Want me to help you get a plate? And then, then he got some disabilities and other things happened. And I mean, just too hardly knows. But at one time, him and his first wife, I think her name was Bev or something like that, way back. I don't know how I remembered that. But he was just a nice guy. And, yeah. and you know, he just was. Well, I'm going to transcend. Speaking of somebody I grew up listening to, and I think you guys are going to enjoy this too. Uh, this is uh, something Jeff found for me, but actually I had it, but we just hadn't discussed it yet. And Jeff got this from, what is it, Cody? Cody Country and Coffee. Uh, Right, out of WSM. He actually does the morning show on WSM. Well, he's been there a long time. Yeah, he's been there a long time. And he worked with Ralph Emery, especially in Nashville. Uh, Ralph Emery may not have been there as much. Um, Ralph actually started out at WSM in the late 50s and worked there for a while, went away, worked in New Orleans, came back, worked in Nashville, Did we had a very successful overnight show. And I think we've done a segment once on that here on All Things Radio. And uh, I think you'll hear part of that actually on As a matter of fact, you will, because um, I, I have the actual segment that you produced that I that I that I that I work with you on, and I have that in my archives as well. Yeah, we. But so Ralph was a fixture. He, he really made it in television, and we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, he was just a great ambassador for country music. He he knew he had an eye for talent, the up and coming talent. He could talk with the veterans. People were comfortable with him. People like Loretta Lynn, Marty Robbins. Just think of two right there. 
and there are many, many more. Ronnie Millsap, he had a lot of fun with him. Uh, Ralph later in the 70s did syndicated shows, and then, well, you know, the cable TV explosion and all of those shows that he really made famous. So for all those people who wanted to listen to this, here we go. And thank you, Jeff, for helping find this. From the station that made country music famous, 6.50 a.m. WSM, this is a Coffee Country and Cody podcast. Hey, it's Charlie Matos, and welcome to our Coffee Country and Cody podcast. And in this episode, we share some memories of our former colleague at WSM Radio. Uh, for decades, a fixture on the Nashville Network and a member of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Ralph Emery, who passed away Saturday, January the 15th at the age of 88 with Eric Markham from Coffee Country and Cody. You got to meet Ralph Emery once at a really cool event that uh, kind of honored both Ralph and WSM Radio. Yeah, and it's amazing when you look back on the history History of both radio in general and WSM and its impact and the number of people that have worked at this radio station to get to spend a moment with Ralph Emery at the WSM tower to celebrate. I believe it was its 85th anniversary of the tower. That's the moment that you realize somebody who has made such an impact in a place where you have built your career as far as a a radio DJ or somebody involved in mass media, you see the impact of their legacy right in front of you at such an important event. So you never take those moments for granted. And that was definitely one of those moments where I'm like, I have to get a picture no matter what. And I have it. And it's a, it's a special one in my, in my favorites catalog on my phone. Yeah. You know, looking through social media, what was interesting is the, the last artist who passed that had the same impact as far as just everyone having a story and a memory of him was Charlie pride. Mm -hmm. Cause Charlie pride would just would stop and meet fans and everybody who met him seemed to have a photo. And it's the same with Ralph, everybody in the industry and, and, and even many, many fans, uh, had such a great personal connection to him. So we share some great stories. Uh, Monday uh, was Martin Luther King Day, so we were off. So this was recorded on uh, Tuesday, January uh, the 18th. And our memories of Ralph Emery from Coffee Country and Cody. And I must say, Kelly Sutton has the best meeting Ralph Emery story. And I'm not going to spoil it, but you'll hear it in just a few minutes on our Coffee Country and Cody podcast. <laughs> Country and Cody on WSM. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I'm telling you, we are heartbroken. Kelly Sutton and I communicated on the death of Ralph Emery. You had it just popped up on my phone mm-hmm. as you texted me. Hey, I just heard. I'm not sure if it's true, but Ralph Emery has passed away. This was over the weekend. Dallas Frazier passed away, songwriter, Hall of Famer. Uh, Jerry Crutchfield passed away. Paulette Carlson's husband, Randy Paulette was just in studio with us, passed away unexpectedly from a heart attack at 71. Uh, All this in the last 48 hours. We wound up with a long weekend. Mm -hmm. We planned to work yesterday, but then weather here in Nashville kind of prevented uh, everything was fine where I was. I mean, yes, we had ice and snow and all that stuff, but the roads were fine and we didn't have very much of it. But you guys, south and southwest, Mm -hmm. I mean, eight inches. I mean, so there's an eight-inch variable between my house and 50 miles away. Uh It's just been been crazy. But Kelly, I know uh, we are both heartbroken uh, because Ralph, you worked as closely with Ralph as anybody I know on a day-to-day basis at the Fox affiliate here in town. 
He's the whole reason I'm in town. You know, I talked uh, to JP, who is our program director. He actually came in, and our general manager, he came in and did a little, uh, just a tribute to Ralph on the airwaves. I believe it was either Friday or Saturday night. Saturday and he, night, yeah. you know, texted, mm-hmm. It was Saturday night, and he texted, and this is before my phone died. He texted me, and he said, you know, hey, would you call in? And, and we just talked about him on the air. And the thing is, Ralph was just larger than life. So many people know him, grew up with him either here locally because he did a morning show here locally on our NBC affiliate for years. And it was the most popular morning show in the nation at the time. It was so big. And I told this story on the air. It was such a huge success and such a ratings boom that executives from NBC in New York the national headquarters for NBC came to Nashville to watch this morning show and figure out why it was such a success. And when they came here, they had outhouse races in, in the parking lot and the chalk toss where they would throw up a piece of chalk and he'd yep. catch it in his pocket. Yep. And they had live commercials and the, the executives were scratching their heads and they were like, I, we have no idea. We have no idea why people like this. This is crazy. And they left and went back to New York. So it was just, you know, that, that was, he was such a staple for people here. But then nationally, when we're talking, you know, Pop Goes the Country and so many other shows that he did. Well, I TNN, remember the Shotgun Red Days. Yeah. It really catapulted mm-hmm. him. As popular as he already yeah. was because of all night radio here at WSM. And then you mentioned right. the local television show. But boy, when TNN hit mm-hmm. and uh, put, I mean, they didn't even call it Nashville now. They call it the Ralph Show. Oh, the world knew it right. as the Ralph Show. So I, I kid you not, when uh, my parents came to visit, uh, our mutual friend Kathy Martindale was kind enough to get me backstage for Nashville now and I got to take my parents and we had great seats but when I got to introduce them to Ralph after the show it was like introducing them to the president it was like it was like look at right. look at the pro- look what my son has done for me look at this so it was like yeah but that made up for this a lot was- of things I messed up in high school let's just put it that way you better believe yeah. it you're like I've made it I made it. well this is my favorite Ralph story I came to town in 2001 they were starting his show up again they wanted to reboot the Ralph Emery show show in the morning mm-hmm. on the Fox affiliate. And so I came to audition for a role on this show as the newsreader slash weather person slash co-host and i'm sitting in the lobby and i grew up with ralph um full beard full beard Mm -hmm. shotgun red days that's how i remember when he was heavy he looked like wolfman jack a little bit you look back at those old (laughs) well i wasn't gonna say it but you you said it so (laughs) he he walks in i did not know it was him and we're talking to each other for probably 15 minutes in the lobby and he said well what brings you to town i said well i'm auditioning for a new show you know i'm from evansville i'm from indiana originally i work in evansville and i came down to audition for this new show and he said oh really and so we talked for a while and when he got up and walked away I said I didn't catch your name oh, and no. he turned around and he said I'm Ralph Emery and I was like oh <laughs> I 
thought <laughs> at that moment in time, there is zero chance I'm getting this job. All right. Like, oh, I don't so, know. Who, because he just, he looks so different. Yeah, you know, he yeah. was thin and no beard. And I, I tried to recover. I said, Ralph, I didn't recognize you with a beard. So but before Fox, they oh, tried to bring back some stuff on TNN mm. back in the day. Yeah. And they did it here at the hotel. Well, because of the difference in the time of the of, of the radio show, well, the length of the radio show and the timing of the television taping, I got him and Merle Haggard to come sit in mm-hmm. one morning. And, of course, the two of them are sitting here, and I had to go to a break, so I had welcomed them in, but had only had a chance to talk to Merle. <laughs> and then I went to the break, and as I cut my mic off, Ralph leaned over and goes, you know, I'm in the room, too. <laughs> Jerking my chain. I mean, he yeah. knew what was going on. But and recently right. called me three, four months ago. He called me for a phone number that he needed from somebody. We had a the a thirty minute, at least a thirty minute conversation, and covered all kinds of territory. And as always, he was supportive and kind, encouraging. Which, like you, was the reason mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I was so encouraged to come to town. And. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very instrumental in that. And yeah. so he said, you know, I, I and I think he had just turned 88 because mm-hmm. he was 88 when he passed away. And he said, uh, if I make it to 90, I'm going to go ahead and live to be 100 just to spite them all. <laughs> now, what was the famous question Ralph asked when uh, you told him you'd been hired at WSM? Oh, he said, uh, did you take a pay cut? And I paused for a moment and I said... Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, I did, Ralph. And he goes, good. I did, too. <laughs> so, I love that. So, things have not changed a lot from, from the National Life and Accident oh. Insurance Company to mm. the Gaylord family. <laughs> right. Man, I sure am going to miss here. him. We just wanted I to know. be a part of it all. And, I know. And God, I know it. Uh, God bless him. I mean, because of him, we have been a part of it all and gotten yeah. to do things we only dreamed of early in our careers, Absolutely. Kelly. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. And you and I were just talking about that we wanted to go get him and, and take him to lunch. And yeah. I'm just so sad that we didn't Probably get a chance to do that. Like two weeks ago, yeah. Kelly and I had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Because I said, you know, they, they kind of feel left out. Time has passed oh. them by. Mm-hmm. Bud Wendell, our longtime CEO, mm-hmm. is another one. Both of them in the Hall of Fame, you know. And mm-hmm. JP actually played, in addition to your phone call, he played a, a clip of, of my interview with Ralph from like 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. when he went in with Vince Gill and Mel Tillis. That was his class in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Would you welcome Country Music Hall of Famer, Disc Jockey Hall of Famer, Ralph Emery, Coffee, Country, and Cody. Morning, Ralph. Hey, Phil. Good morning to you, my friend. Now, did you ever do mornings, mornings on this radio station? <laughs> People know you for your all-night uh, no. antics here on WSM that made history. I never did mornings unless tea time he was late. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I finished at uh, 5 o'clock. Yeah. And sometimes T, uh, he wasn't there. So I would call Vicky, and uh, I, I knew what was going on. Vicky would say, well, he's on his way. And then she says, Tommy, get up. <laughs> <laughs>
So I uh, actually, uh, we had a live uh, program at 515 with uh, a different Grand Ole Opry group each week. So I appeared on that program many times <laughs> as the announcer. But uh, but I, I never, and then I did, the, I did a year of the Waking Crew. In fact, it's my last year on WSM. I was on the Waking Crew as the host from the hotel. And uh, that was the extent of my uh, mornings. Uh, there was one terrible morning, though, when everybody was sick. And I had relieved David Cobb at 10 o'clock the night before, and he had the sniffles. And so uh, the next morning, T. Tommy was sick, Grant Turner was sick, and, you know, I'm calling, and uh, finally they got poor old David Cobb to get out of bed, come back to work, and relieve me. <laughs> and uh, I had relieved him, uh, what, about seven or eight hours earlier. So uh, now that's about the extent of my mornings on uh, WSM. Well, congratulations on the Country Music Hall of Fame. So many people have called and written and emailed us to make sure we pass that along to you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It was very overwhelming, Bill. I never thought it would happen. You know, Chet Atkins used to say, well, actually, singers are really the only stars. The rest of us are the uh, support group. And then they put Chet in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) Ralph Emery, guesting with us this hour on 6.50 a.m. WSM, and he brought a couple of very special things. Just give us a little tease uh, from the all-night show, what we're going to hear when we come back. Okay, Uh, I don't know that they ever made a record together, but Marty Robbins and Loretta Lynn were up with me one night. I had a... It was the only time on the all-night program that I ever had a poll. And it was very simple. Female, male, group. Vote for your favorite. And Loretta won uh, female. Marty Robbins won uh, male. And Flatten Scruggs won the group. And Bud Wendell came up and accepted for them. (laughs) And... uh, Because they were on the road most of the time. And anyway, I brought you a tape... Uh, Because on the tape, it's the one time that Marty and Loretta did sing together. Oh, yeah! <laughs> How about that? 
That turned out pretty well. It wasn't bad, was it, Ralph? No, I thought it was pretty good. Well, we ought to do that together now. All right. You know, on a record and uh, we'll see if we couldn't bring it back one more time. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you feeling better? Oh, I feel good. I, I don't feel bad, but I mean, uh, I got such a... Sore throat from sneezing, you know, because mm. when I sneeze, I love to sneeze, and I just sneeze all over. You know, oh. it makes my throat sore, my <laughs> nose sore, and my uh, stomach sore. You you love to sneeze? I really do. Well, everybody has their hang-ups. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's Ralph Emery with Marty Robbins and Loretta Lynn. Thanks for listening to our Coffee Country and Cody podcast. Our program director at WSM Radio is Jay Patrick Tittle. Our digital producer is Haley Hall. Marketing and promotions director is Amanda Cannon. And I'm Charlie Mattos. If you like what you've heard, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help new people find the show. There you go. Uh, I hope you enjoyed very that. Very good. That was excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That little part at the end with Marty Robbins and Loretta Lynn. And uh, I checked on Miss A. He died December 8th, 1982. So it was probably in the early 80s there, right around that time. Well, that well, was recorded was in... That was recorded in the late 60s. So that... Or... Uh, yeah, so that wasn't in the 80s when that was recorded. So... Well, I mean, they when they did it, you mean uh, yes. they had done that in the late 60s? Yeah. yeah, that was done in the late 60s, yes. Okay. Okay. I didn't he just know had when such it was a done. low voice at that point. I was, but he probably had a cold. He had a cold. Uh, you know, he so. was sneezing and sounded sick. Sounded a little sick there. Uh, yeah. Maybe he had the COVID, COVID, pre-COVID or something. Yeah, yeah right. really. Yeah, yeah. But Ralph Emery was so synonymous with country music. I remember, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, even in the '60s, I lived in New York City. Now, while while country music isn't big there, back in the '60s, we had WJRZ in New Jersey, which broadcast country music. But he did some syndicated TV shows, even in the 60s, that we got to see in New yeah. York City. So, um, and by the way, th- that last interview was not quite up to Ralph Emery. I mean, you could tell that he had really yeah. aged, and he wasn't sounding himself. No. Go ahead, Sean. No. Go ahead, he Sean. Was the, I would call him the Dick Clark of country radio and TV. Country music. Uh, he was kind of the Dick Clark for country. Uh, right. That, yeah, yeah. Well, he was, and, and I mean, he really was. I mean, you know, when, when you think of WSM, of course, you think of the Grand Old Opry. When you think of WWVA in Wheeling, West Virginia, you think of the jamboree that they ran every Saturday night or, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. it, And, of course, when you think of, uh, I believe it's uh, WLS, you think of the National Barn Dance. But, but out of all of those, yeah. the Grand Old Opry, where there's no more jamboree on WWVA, there's no more National Barn Dance, but there still is... A grand old Opry that airs every Friday and Saturday night on WSMAM. So you know yeah, the country had the Louisiana Hayride on KWKH. Also, that was the other big right. Uh, you know, yeah. people talk about country music. The country music fans are pretty loyal. We had a station in Indianapolis that changed in what 1967. The AM station WIRE went to country. Though the lineup that they had on that station over the next, what, eight to ten years. Those fans loved and identified with those disc jockeys. And they would you believe come, it, Bill? They, they I were wall-to-wall talent. They, yeah, from, they were. Every and, one of them. And great. I actually have two air checks at WIRE. I can't believe I, you mentioned that station, Bill, but I do actually have two air yeah, checks. I and, mean, they, they were good, and they, they had a lot of talent. In fact, 
uh, one of them used to correspond with uh, Pam. I don't know if he still does. It seems like something happened to him. Lee uh, someone or other. Lee Shannon was his name. What a talent. Bill Robinson um, in the moon. Yeah. Um, WQAM at one time, uh, before when, when they went from rock, they were known as Sun Country. We had a country station down here in Miami called and Hollywood, WGMA, in fact, and yeah. they changed format from country to what they called the, the lady. The, uh, people, the DJ locked himself in the building, in the building because uh, they were having a big riot, and all they played was "You're Just a Coca-Cola Cowboy" for about five yeah. or six hours, I think. Yeah, it was planned. It was and planned. Bill, yeah, yeah. Bill Cody, who was on the podcast, of course. Yeah, he went came to WSM in I think '92. But he was at KKYX in San Antonio for many years before he went to WSM. So he already had a good relationship. I, and yeah, he's been there. That's a funny years. story because I didn't realize how country was, how popular country was. And I, I was talking about music with with the sister, my sister Sharon, and she goes, "Well, I like country music." I said, "Well, why didn't you tell me that?" Well, I don't. She goes to me, "Well, I don't have to tell you everything." But yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that my sister was a. No, I mean she's not a fan like like a like a diehard country person. But I didn't know that she actually liked country music. <laughs> Something I didn't yeah. know about her. So you learn you learn these things uh, after a while. And and as I said before, Sean, we were talking about this earlier in, in the show. I think Odyssey is now realizing that they may have made a mistake dumping the country on ninety four point seven. I think they did. I think they may have realized they probably did. You know, but they got to figure out: do we switch back, or what do we do? How do we do this, and how do we do this politically correct? Well, that's that's the issue. Well, uh, Ralph Emery was good, and I don't know that we'll ever see a radio announcer like him anymore because they, it's no. not that radio announcers don't no. exist. Although I, 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 by the way, Bernie, I got to tell you, I, when I talked about the fact that radio announcer were, were disappearing on a lot of radio stations, I was told that I may have offended you, and I hope I didn't offend you when I said that. But when I see what's going on, who in the told you that? Who someone sent me an email. They wouldn't sign their name to it, but they sent me an email telling me. Oh, I you got to be kidding! I'm serious. No, I. Honestly, I was not offended, but I, I just felt compelled to make a case for the fact that a lot of these stations are doing themselves in by just playing sweepers all the time, and yeah. I just think yeah, you'll find that out. Like yeah, a jukebox. Well, you know yeah, what? You know. Uh, every time I talk about radio, and my sister says, "Well, I don't, there's nothing on the radio. I can't listen to this, or I can't listen to that." Or my daughter says, "Well, I want to hear something, but if I want to hear it, I can go to YouTube." And yeah. every time I hear them talk. I think that radio is shooting. It was putting another nail in its coffin. Not that radio will go away. They will find a way to, to reinvent themselves somewhere else. I don't know when or how or where, but you know, radio is de- is definitely shooting itself in the in, every day, every night when they make changes. I know they make changes to save well, money. I, I get that, but 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 it is definitely. Does, go ahead. I was going to say, how does the radio sell itself to new listeners? If let's say that I've never heard of radio, so I go to the store oh, somehow yeah. and buy one. How would? Why would I want one? And I don't know what. Well, radio that's can why tell it's hard. It, it's hard to get it. You can buy that's some radios question. in the stores. You want to buy radios? You're going to have to go mail order to a secret. You can hear Neil Young and Joni yep. Mitchell on it, though. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, <clears throat> by the way, Jeff. Speaking of buying things. Uh, I did not click on the article, but this just came across. Amazon Prime prices are going up. So if you have Amazon Prime, 
uh, you're going to be paying more for it. Okay. Well, what well, is it going up these <laughs> well, days? You, yeah, you never I get really a news article. They're going down. <laughs> so. Yeah, that would be news. That's like oh, hey, uh, nice so, dog. But they're also banking so on the Neil on the Neil Young thing. But go ahead, Bernie. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting that so it's hard to know for radio what they should do because yeah. there are so many other platforms now that enable people to get immediate gratification, whether it's music, news, sports, whatever, yeah. without commercials. Uh, uh, right around Christmas, we were in an appliance store buying a stove, and my wife asked the guy, because they were playing Christmas music, she said, oh, is that Beagle on a 5.7? And he said, no, my, my friend over here likes Beagle on a 5.7, but they, they play too many commercials. And so when yeah. we're working in here, we, we'd rather hear a station just wall-to-wall music and how does radio compete with that yeah well you, you can't right. and that's why x you know when i say that that sirius xm had gained 1.15 million subscribers and that report i gave you bernie that wasn't that wasn't promo subscribers when i and i probably should have more delineated more in the report that was self-paying subscribers yeah and i heard just amazing i heard a couple things that even now, like, you take the old car radio, a lot of your electric cars do not have AM radio because it interferes in the number of electric well, cars. They don't even have radios at all. They don't have them at all. Well, AM's not going to matter anymore, Sean. I, I mean, no, but I mean, there's a, number, there's a number that don't even have radios in the electric cars. They have Wi-Fi and other stuff. They've done away with right. car radio. Number it, it, it is have. going to be very interesting to see what happens. I mean... Like yeah. I always say, I listen to WINS because I happen to like the old news station. Bill knows it. I know it. we talk about it all the time. But are but are they going to be around twenty years from now? Is uh, is something going to supplant them where people can get people people already can get the news about the sources? But are they going to be around? Right. Well, because they're in New York City and yeah. you have such a high population, they do and they just went up in the ratings as, as I uh, this past this past book in the holiday book they went up they went up in the ratings quite quite heavily. So again, we don't know what radio is going to do. I can tell you right now. Then I and I don't normally like to repeat stations on the air, but I can tell you right now, there's a new kind of radio announcer that I'm hearing on the Odyssey stations, and what they're doing is they're not really announcing; they're talking to you like I'm talking to you in a room, and it doesn't sound right. But I know that, as 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 my daughter has always said to me, and my my my, my youngest daughter says, she's pretty in, in, has some pretty good insight. She goes, "Well, this is the new program, Jeff. Get with the get with the program." But I find that hard because I came from the old days when when, when top forty was top forty. But I know it's I, a new I yeah. know it's a new idea, and and obviously things are changing. But when you hear the radio announcers, they're not like announcers; they're like they're like guides. Oh. They 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 just. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll have to redo uh, with the Odyssey station, like WCBS FM. And when you hear the radio announcer, it's not really like having a radio announcer. It's it's well, and they, I can't. They go ahead. they want us they want us to talk like people talk. They, right. When we do when we do the weather, they don't want us to say things like uh, uh, variable winds or partly cloudy, you know, stuff like that. They they want us to say things the way people say things. And uh, we had a guy on the air who who did that. Only he wandered off so far, uh-huh. and I called him aside and I said, "What what are you doing?" He goes, "Well, we're supposed to talk like people talk." I goes, "Yeah, but you gotta have a plan." Even if you sound like you don't, you still have to have yeah. a plan. And don't you see you that's, know, that's, that's, what that's, shoot, that's what's shooting radio down in the way, I think. 
that's that's where they're shooting themselves, Bernie. That I, you know what I'm saying. I I, I know what you're saying. No, I, I'm I, not sure. I'm not sure I agree with that, though. I, I mean, because your your thing is you want it to sound like it used to sound. I do in a way. I mean, I'm sorry to say that, and I, I know it can't be that. No, way, no, Bernie. no. It's it's fine. It's just it's not going to work. You know, nobody. Yeah. Nobody in the younger age group wants to hear. Uh, Terry Motormouth Young or Jack Armstrong or Wolfman Jack or anything like that. They want to hear people who sound like people. That's right. what they And want. it's 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 really a trend from the days when Arthur Godfrey was the first person who sounded anything like a person. You know, you had Milton right. Cross and those guys. Then it was Arthur Godfrey, Art Linkletter, Don McNeil. They talked to people in a different level, more informally. And you know it worked yeah. its way down. Then you got you know the DJs, and they were they were sort of kids, big big teenagers, you know, doing their yeah. thing. And so yeah, it's a different. There's got to be a way to get across. Like Gene Shepard was a guy, uh, you know, uh, Jeff, who just talked like he was in a room talking to you. And if they could figure out a way to kind of get that in a, in a mini format between the music, maybe that'll work. You know what my dad said to me? He did the all-night show at WOR back in the 50s yeah. where he talked for five hours like that. That's incredible. I couldn't even do yeah. that. But how about if we do yeah. old-fashioned radio, even though I... Go back or even Steve Allen. Steve Allen, the same way. How about if yeah. we do some old-fashioned radio? Because uh, you're going to hear no, Lee I'll Allen. The, I'll talk about Steve Allen in England. Oh, yeah, he's the same way. The you're right, Bernie. He's, Steve Allen, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, he, he, I still listen to him occasionally in the morning. So what about I do, too. Yeah, I enjoy yeah. I enjoy him. All right, Bill. All right, well, what are you going to do, Jeff? Nineteen sixty-four. Well, it, it said nineteen sixty-six on the label, but I know it's sixty-four. Yeah, we'll we'll straighten it out. We'll yeah, yeah okay. go ahead, Chris. Chris, yeah. money. Chris will take care of it. I'm not worried about that. I'm, my money's on Chris. Uh, right. With with what goes on here, but it's what's his name, Jeff Lee Allen from WXYZ. It's Lee Allen, WXYZ, in Detroit. Let's go. This week, we're taking the virtual time machine back to 1964, and we're going to listen to radio station WXYZ AM. The radio announcer you're going to hear is Lee Allen, who was a legend in Detroit Top 40 Radio. WXYZ AM was owned and operated by the American Broadcasting Company at that time, and it was one of three Top 40 radio stations serving Detroit, Michigan. The other two, of course, were CKLW AM from Windsor, Ontario, and WKNR AM from Detroit, Michigan. So without further ado, want to sit back and enjoy Lee Allen on radio station WXYZ AM from 1964. On this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. It is Johnny Rivers on the Lee Allen Show. Glad to be back on WXYZ. It's a minute after 8 o'clock. Not too late to join Channel 1270. You get a positive charge from WXYZ. The Lee Allen Show, the biggest doubleheader in Detroit radio history. Stay tuned. Lee Allen, now Pat Madcap Murphy at 10 o'clock tonight. Mr. Merle, as a customer who just saved a week's pay, is unhappy. Yeah? His car won't go. I think I know the trouble. Open the gas tank. Now, give me a match. Largest selection of 65 Chevys at Marola, Chevrolet, Gratiot, an eight and a half mile. Sometime this hour, we'll tell you the sad story of what happened to the wonderful horse. The entertainer is Maxine Brown. Oh, no. When my friends told me you had someone. 
Maxine Brown on the Lee Allen Show. Back on XYZ, 4 and a half after 8 o'clock. Dick Osgood talks to Julie Andrews of My Fair Lady fame tonight at 9.30 on XYZ. A word from Pat Madcap Murphy about the beard. Coming up. I know I look good when I step out to dance in my alpaca sweater and continental pants. They come from the store that everyone knows has the latest and greatest in young people's clothes. United Shirt Distributors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. United Shirt Distributors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Young clothes for people with young ideas. Yes, you'll look great in anything you buy at United Shirt Distributors. These stores with all the up-to-date styles swinging young guys like best. Slacks, sweaters, sports shirts, and sport coats. They're all priced right and right in style at United Shirt Distributors. There's one near you. the United Shirt Distributor Store at Northland Center. Okay, there's a game between Cooley and Northwestern. The score, Cooley 18, Northwestern 13. You see that? What's the yelling all about? Here's Cooley. Look out! Cooley High School. Watch him go. Cooley Cardinals. What a show. Rocking everybody they oppose. Red and black Six and a half after eight o'clock on WXYZ. Pat Madcap Murphy at ten o'clock tonight. Got a word. Pat, get it. Oh, it's so great to have Lee Allen back on. Lovable WXYZ. You're lovable, Lee. It is wonderful. Yes, now listen. Now listen at ten o'clock tonight. Yes. Of course, Madcap Murphy here will be on the air with the swing of the show and radio, if you'll pardon me, Lee. Mm Mm-hmm. And also Russ Knight. Oh, yeah. The Weird Beard has yeah. gone to Houston, Texas as program director, and uh, and uh, he had to leave while good old John Benson was on the air, you know? See that? And uh, uh, the Weird Beard sends his best to you. In fact, we're going to try to talk with the Weird Beard later tonight on the phone after 10, so be with us. You see that? That is Pat Madcap Murphy, and he's going to be on 10, and he's going to talk to the Weird Beard on the Teflon, and it is what, uh, what is it? WXYZ. Let's get the new beats. Everything is going to be all right. Those are the new beats. This is Lee Allen. We are back. We are home permanently on WXYZ. A sad story about the horn coming up.
kind of lotion you wash with. Make surface blemishes go away, stay away when you use it every day. It's the great new way to wash your complexion soap clean, lotion soft, and Noxima clear. Has a new non-medicated fragrance, too. Show the world a bright new complexion. A complexion so lovely. Only a smile can make you And the XYZ temperature is 56 wonderful degrees. Hello? Oh, hello. Oh, oh, you're supposed to call 356-6933, you see? That is the straw vote number. Call up and vote. And we are being helped out tonight by the American Legion Auxiliary and the AMVETS Auxiliary Post number 27, and you can call until 10 o'clock tonight, and we think it is wonderful for you. And it is 11 minutes after... I gave the number. 356-6933. In Hamtramck, the number is... The super hit sound of... Wonderful WXYZ... With the super hit sound number one. one. On the Lee Allen Show on XYZ, this is number one by Marianne Faithful. Number one is called S Tears. Go by. It is the After 8 o'clock on WXYZ, Lee Allen on the horn from now until Pat Madcap Murphy at 10 o'clock tonight on XYZ. Hi. Hi. Why? I'm a his girl. A what girl? Cause I'm a gal who goes for guys who dress in clothes by H-I-H-I-H-I-S. Why are you still wearing those creasy kid slacks? Well, now there's a new kind of slacks, and now you can get the new press-free slacks made by HIS. No longer do you have to look all creased up. Even after you've worn uh, press-freeze all day, they look like you just put them on. And no matter how many times they're washed, they're going to look sharp, they're going to look neat, and that's because they're made of sensational new Coratron fabric. You can practically sleep in these things. They're beautiful. They're sharp, right? They come in tan, black, navy, or loading, and what's more, they're priced just right from $6.98. So stop wearing the creasy kid slacks. See the press-free slacks at the swinging stores. The right ones. Hughes Hatch is suffering 11 stores in and around Detroit and Osmond's Tech Center in Warren, Michigan. 15 after 8 o'clock, 56 WXYZ degree. Smile You think I could still sing? I'm a dummy because I can't find the commercial. Oh, listen, listen, I want to tell you something. Am I supposed to do something about care? You should. Send a dollar to care. Detroit 26, Michigan. Right? 15 after 8. On time on XYZ. Look here, girl. on WXYZ. Now, listen. You see, this is the first night back. This is Lee Allen on the horn on WXYZ. It is good to be back. Why don't you give me a call here at XYZ, okay? There is a new number since I've left. Uh, 444-1111. Is that right? Okay, call me. Just call me now here at XYZ. Would you? We, we would love it. We would think it's wonderful. And, oh, don't forget Pat Madcap Murphy at 10 o'clock tonight on XYZ. Here's a twin. The super hit sound of... Wonderful WXYZ 
with the super hit sound number seven. seven. Seven on WXYZ. This is Lee Allen. It's 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. And why are you not called? See, you see, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little phone. You call me at 444-1111. And we have a secret message for you. <laughs> you see that? Here is the official WXYZ straw vote as of this minute. Compiled by the Mvots Auxiliary, post number 27, Lyndon Johnson, 26,158, 58% of the total vote. Mary Goldwater, 19,111, 42% of the total vote. Johnson leads by 7,047 votes. Total vote cast to this minute, 45,269. The WXYZ straw vote campaign tabulations are notarized and certified accurate totals. Listen twice each hour for the WXYZ straw vote and cast your ballot for the candidate of your choice this election year. Call 356-6933. The Allen Show, glad to be back on XYZ. A bit rusty, but we make it, baby, on Channel 1270. Entertainer is young Peggy March. Is that right? Is it new? I don't know. What do That's Peggy Martz. It's brand new on WXYZ. This is the horn, Lee Allen, who is wonderful for you on Channel 12. Instead of wishing, wishing, start watching your nutrition. Keep your skin soft and lovely that way. Gals who value their complexion drink milk every day. The secret of a good complexion, good nutrition, and only milk gives you 86 nutrients. Reminder from the Michigan Milk Producers Association, 24 after 8, XYZ, time! In news, WXYZ, is the first and last believe it the horn lee allen back on xyz it was a great summer i think you've been pretty great to me let's get back with it on channel 1270 we're back after the news good evening joe vaughn wxyz news with an up to the minute headline report from michigan's largest radio news center a prediction from thomas ledbetter detroit city clerk today that upwards of seven hundred ten thousand voters well there you go a memory back to 1964 i don't have the exact date of radio station wxyz am and their radio announcer lee allen although wxyz am was a fine top 40 radio station they certainly couldn't compete with the likes of radio station wknr am in detroit michigan however i want to know what you think of this radio station for all things radio live I'm Jeff Bennett. Cut off that guy's last sentence because we might have found out the date because it could have been the day before the election. They didn't say when they did their straw poll that it was the election and vote, make sure you vote tomorrow or anything. But on the other hand, you, you don't know. But it was October, November. He did say it was a Monday. He had just come back. But I'm wondering when the weird beard went to Houston because that would tell us because that's right when... Uh, they mentioned that. So, well, you know. you know, we'll have to see. Uh, but I can tell you, I knew it was 64 because when I saw the original label that I got it from, 
it said 66, and I knew that yeah, was that no. was just totally wrong. So I yeah. knew it was definitely 66. But if he'd gotten to finish the sentence, we might have found out it was November 2nd because that was the day before the election. So Well, but they were talking about the primaries. I've noticed? No, they weren't. I've noticed? no, they weren't. No, they weren't. That just, was the uh, Goldwater and Johnson. That wasn't a primary. But they what were talking about notice, not just with this election, but a lot of them are not this election. I mean, this station. I noticed that when back then the stations, their phone numbers didn't correspond with either the call letters or the station. You know, like some now did. you have some did, you have some, but a some lot of them that you played, I noticed didn't. didn't. Yeah. Well, some did because, but that one didn't. But but they also tried to get numbers that were easy. So, like for example, yeah. WMCA's yeah. Plaza Two Nine Nine Four Four. Something that yeah. you could easily remember. Uh, yeah. Ten ten wins yeah. with circle ten, ten, with circle yeah, seven ten ten. You know things like that. Yeah, yeah. Some of them had them. It just depends. What on they the also had in some cities was, the frequency a, was. A, 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 an exchange that was all for the radio station, so they wouldn't blow out everybody's yeah. phone. They right. Yeah, As a matter of fact, that, yeah. but that didn't come in until the seventies, Chris. At the at, at the time, because well, yeah, nine three one, they they were pretty uh, late sixties. I know MEX at nine three one fifteen ten, and there were some other stations that had nine three ones, and they because the contest would blow the, ex- the exchanges out, you know, so they didn't want to do that. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, it blew out the exchanges, and uh, the station that was that had more Crowley on it was I, I forgot the station in Michigan at the time. Um, may have been WKNR. I don't I don't remember. I have the air check, and I can't find it right now in front of me. Uh, but uh, but he got so upset about it um, that I think he ended up get, resigning or getting fired because he complained so much about the phone company. So, well, Bill, I well, see. I don't blame him, though. I don't blame him. <laughs> no, he, I no, get it. I like, do get it. Like, believe me. Yeah, yeah. But I know when they had the telethons for cerebral palsy in New York, every, it was always the nine eight five, and that was only used for for telethons and big mass right. things like that. So. Yeah, no. there's a, you know, like the Red Sox have a Jimmy Fund Radiothon, and they always have the same 800 number every year. And so, you know, that's just they just keep it all year and just use it for that. So, yeah. all right, guys, we, and I hope you guys liked Lee Allen. I thought it was okay. Um, that was cool. Think, you know, I think it, he's, not my cup, fun. he's not my cup of tea. I mean, I wouldn't have listened to him every night back then, but he was he definitely it's ever, something ever, Bernie said. might not remember on Thursdays, but he'll remember the theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, so yeah, it's it interesting. And of course, he had one of those short. He had one of those short shifts that ABC people got because you know that was after their you know all that the Alex Dreyer and the Paul Harvey and the Tom Harmon and all that stuff. So they they would come on and they'd have these short shifts, and he was only uh, going to be on for a couple hours, a couple two three hours there. Yeah, probably seven to ten. That that yeah. would, that would have been the shift. Yeah. All right, Jeff, is it time to wrap it up to the final gotta segment? My, I got to get my tenth cup of coffee, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> just a quick just, just a quick note for you folks listening over on Fillmore. The episode will be up right after the show. So the folks on the phone, you have not been forgotten. Okay. All right, we're going to play what Jeff WTMX and thank everybody. WTMX in Chicago, yes. Yeah, the new morning show. It probably sounds like the old morning show, <laughs> but we'll see. There's a lot of other new morning shows across the country. Yeah, because they don't know what else to do. 
This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Chicago, Illinois, and we're going to listen to radio station WTMX-FM. The station is owned and operated by Hubbard Broadcasting, and when they needed a new morning host to replace Eric Ferguson, they didn't have to go far. They chose Chris Pedlack, who had been doing afternoons at the radio station. This is Chris's first day doing mornings at this radio station, and you're going to hear how this morning show sounds with the morning crew. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy WTMX-FM and the morning mix on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Bringing you up to the minute, the most current news, <laughs> sports, and weather. Oh, yeah. It's the Morning Mix News Anchor. <laughs> That's the one. Oh, it got so much more funky in here all the of a sudden. Mix. Watch wow. out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, we would need something fresh. Man, I hope there's nothing depressing <laughs> coming up in this news. <laughs> all right, and. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Let's go neutral on this. It's not exactly depressing, but not exactly what you want to start out your week with weather-wise if you're uh, doing a commute because we are under a winter weather advisory to start the week. That's what I wanted, guys. The first day in, I was yeah. like, I want to not be certain I'm going to make it. Perfect. That's what yeah. I want. You know what I like? It's that you're here. We're all here. <laughs> hey, so that's a us. victory already. We won. Whatever else happens today, it's a bonus. Come on. And we, lo- we all look like an old Navy commercial. That's oh. fantastic. <laughs> Keep that up. Uh, winter weather. I, I will look like that every day, by the way, Chris, just so you know. Uh, the advisory goes till noon today for most of the area, till 3 p.m. for Northwest Indiana. If you would like to know how much we're going to get and how cold it's going to be, we'll have a couple more forecast details coming up in a second. If you close your eyes, you can smell it. The soothing scent of Vicks VapoRub, that cooling, comforting smell generations have come to trust to help them feel better. Vicks VapoRub, it's still here for you. It just makes me think of our engineer, Vic. And it's, oh. it's like his Whoa. Is that what he smells like, too? I don't like think we too? should say it's his rub, but it's something. <laughs> uh, the smell, the rub. Today's Variety, 101.9 The Mix. the mix here we are 101.9 this is uh the morning mix and that's the big intro yeah nailed it right we did it yeah here we are it's monday and there's someone new here yeah it's me hi hi chris i'm chris welcome welcome nice to see you guys now i'm looking you guys say usually you'll have like music on right now. yeah yeah i was just thinking i'm like oh maybe we should try this one sounds nice let's try this one we start on like a nice vibe i thought for sure you were gonna pull the italian pizza bed i saw italian pizza bed and i got excited I got a little excited. And then I saw horn bed, and I thought there was a Y there, and there's not. So. Uh, mm. No, too early for that. We can get one of those for you, though, too. Yeah, something to work on, mm-hmm. I think, right? Stay one. How's everybody's weekends? Oh, it's good. Was it good? Too fast. All yes, that football 100%. just made it all fly by. You know, it's so funny. There was so much, yet I saw none of it. Same. I saw I so much football. I didn't watch a single snap. Me either. Oh, no. my gosh. Not you a guy, single one. It was so good. <laughs> you would be addicted. If you had seen it, you would You would be addicted to it. Even if you didn't, even if even if you're not a football fan with Chris, I thought you were. I am. No, I am a football yeah. fan. I tend to really be a Chicago fan in yeah. general. Yeah. So when the, when I, when the Bears aren't into it, you know. I will say also I have like a toddler yes. and a four-month-old at home. That'll and change just your not, life a little yeah, bit. There's a lot of toys story happening right yeah. now. I yeah, think anybody who would have seen these games, I don't care if you never saw a football snap in your life, you would be addicted yeah. and you'd be wanting yeah. more after these games. There are boring games, but there were none this, none this weekend. weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah, It was nuts. So I don't watch a lot of football, but you guys know that I go out and I drink a lot. Yeah. So I yeah, go yeah. out and I have fun. And I did something this uh, weekend that I hadn't done the whole pandemic. I finally experienced an igloo experience. Oh, like, yeah, I hang yeah, out yeah, in yeah. one of those igloos and yeah, I was yeah, yeah. so nervous because I'm like, it's cold out. It was like really cold. We were on a rooftop, like the Kennedy rooftop or something. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. so nice. Great views. And then those little space heaters make like such a difference. They it was better because it was 20. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like, that really warm? cold. 
No. Oh, oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We went out to dinner. We were in, um, we went to Fulton Market, to the Fulton Market kitchen. And when I was making the reservation, they were like, do you want outside? I was like, I don't think I do. Do I? And thankfully not, because all they, well, they didn't have heaters. They just had tables. Yeah. Oh, just just out out here. So I think they were just a mistake (laughs) on their website. Yeah. Nobody was sitting out there. It must have been a mistake on their website that you could have booked outside. Unless that's like a challenge. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Finish this meal without freezing your toes up. Let's see if you can handle this. Well, I'm super excited to be hanging out with you guys. This is going to be very fun, I think. Yeah. That's what they told me anyway. Are we supposed to say yes? No, don't say anything yet. Let yourself make your own decisions. I'm fine with that. That's fine with me. And if you're not having a good time, just let me know. I'm okay with that, too. Come on. I thought we would jump right into uh, some retro hits. Yeah. Why not? I figured if we're going to get amped up on a Monday morning, it's Monday, right? Yeah, it's Monday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why not do it with some not Don Henley, Don Henley? Yeah, and a cool 19 degree day right now. Yeah, this is what I want. This makes me feel like I'm at Knights of Columbus in high school. (laughs) All right. It's the morning mix. Here we go. Morning mix. Man, if you're not up here. Oh, yeah, you're up now. I ripped, the, I ripped the knob off. I turned it up, <laughs> and that knob is gone. That's all we can hope for on yeah. day one, right? It's just no t- more knobs. Crank it up, and no more knobs. At the end of the day, if everything Ooh. in here is broken and Jenny can't do her job, <laughs> then we're all good, right? <laughs> yes. So now, usually, uh, and this is hi. I'm Chris. So uh, I was scolded. I'm on. I was on the afternoon mix. Oh, I knew. I thought That's I recognized me. you from yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And then Whip might remember me from years ago as a social media Chris. I God, that's right. Right, I forgot you had that name. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Right? One My, day you'll catch me in nicknames, but yeah. not anytime soon. I did get the tattoo removed, though, which was yeah. good. Bad yeah. move. Bad <laughs> idea. Why would you do that? You know I what? Never, you. never oh. burn the bridge. Sorry, never, go ahead. No. <laughs> I would say I remember you from the three Zooms a day we did during lockdown. Right. That was a good time, too. Yes, fantastic. Yeah, those yeah. were fun. Did his hair fit in the, in the screen? Uh, the no, Zoom? but that was okay. You just saw his eyes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, certainly not by the like week six after I had yeah. missed a couple of haircuts. Then it got really bad. I know you guys talked about it on Friday, but it's it's not only only are we all here new today the traffic music is new oh my god well we like we like beat around the bush like a lot yeah. of things yeah. um so we we had said bye to it <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we never Scooby said help yeah right yeah. just goodbye yeah and just goodbye little uh limp biscuit yep. is gone yeah yep. and now we have oh a LA bit of a vibes. fresher vibe yeah right? watch out this does feel a little bit like uh skinny jeans mm-hmm. and uh I was going to say white sneakers, then I realized I was only describing myself. I don't, actually so I don't know, know if that's the vibe. So it sounds like you. Is. This is like yeah. you in a it nutshell. Might be, it might be, yes. <laughs> like hairless and just ready to go. I'm oh. not sure, like, you know, with the snowstorm outside, yeah. a winter weather advisory, like, this is going to be fun. Yeah. We'll, well see. we'll find out. All right, here we go. I, according to our boss, we don't have a choice. Wow. Well, we have a little bit of a choice. <laughs> this does have, like, a very runway model vibe, right? right? Like, yeah. Only for whenever you have to do traffic, right? I thought, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You're going to be in traffic and you're going to be beautiful. That's I right. feel like I'm going to exactly. do it different yeah. than I normally do. Okay, I'm going to try to not you listen to the smart, music. You are smart. You are kind. You are beautiful. Let's Thank go. you. Okay, so uh, we've already talked about this. We have a winter weather advisory in effect until this afternoon, so one to three inches of snow is possible. But that's not all. There's also going to be uh, a lot of wind out there. Gusts as high as 25 miles per hour are possible. This is obviously going to be affecting our roadways this morning. Um, so give yourself some extra time out there, man. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> we have a new accident outside of the Kennedy. Um, not a serious one, just a fender bender near Kimball. Your two right lanes, though, are blocked. Traffic starting back at Percy. I don't mean to laugh. That's not funny. Uh, 20, it can be. 25 minutes from downtown to O'Hare. Inbound side of the Stevenson, also heavy. There is a car in the ditch near Kedzie. It is about 50 minutes already, so that is very serious from 355 to Lakeshore Drive. Your worst stretch there starting back at Cicero. That is our first funky look at now, traffic. I felt like your voice slipped in and out of a smoothness. I couldn't. There was a silk quality to it. I'm normally rough, and that was like I was trying to be smooth. (laughs) That's traffic on the mix. 101.9 The Mix. This is today's variety. Great new music. music. Taylor Swift. Message in a bottle. This is today's variety. The songs I like right now. This is today's variety. It's just good song after good song. That's today's variety. New music, the songs you like right now, and the best of the 2000s. That's why I love the mix. It's all part of today's variety. 101.9, the mix. This is the morning mix. Weekdays 530 to 10. It's the Morning Mix. Well, there you go. The Morning Mix, hosted by Chris Padlack and the crew on radio station WTMX-FM in Chicago, Illinois. This is the first day of this new morning show, and I wonder what you think of it. Do you think there's too much talk? Do you think they need to play more music? Why don't you let me know about it by email or voicemail? The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can contact that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For all things radio live i'm jeff bennett this concludes another all things radio live join us every thursday at 6 30 p.m eastern for the latest radio news interviews caller questions and comments station scopes and more visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the legend website at legendoldies.com join us again next week for another all things radio live on the worldwide legend